Hello, it's time for another rant show. I'm Alan Sanders here to once again host today's diverse dichotomy of divergent and dazzling diatribes against the absurd, laughable, nonsensical buffoonery that aggravates, annoys, bristles, pesters, and otherwise vexes our common sensibilities and our better natures. Joining me on today's episode are two other members of the 60MW podcast crew. So first, Let's welcome to our inauspicious stage, located deep within the bowels of the 60MW podcast fortress, a man who is ironically quite comfortable with being deep in someone's bowels. You can hear him reflecting in the spotlight, bemusing in the entertainment, spelling out both positivity and gaming. It's none other than Chris Dastardly Jabby Jellyman. Welcome, Chris. Wow. What can I say? That is an amazing intro. Uh, it's worth turning up just to hear your intros, Alan. That was amazing. Thank you. Thank you for letting me in. Well, you're welcome. And thank you. And uh, welcome to the bowels deep below all of the... Uh, you, you guys are always broadcasting from way up there. It's nice for you to come visit me down here. Well, it's always a pleasure. I like, you know, tickling your bowels. <laughs> no, I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> Well, I did say you're comfortable. I didn't say with whom, but I but I did say you are comfortable. Well, let's go and say also joining us in our especially pungent, pustulant, and puerile palace of pestilence, let's welcome a man who puts the orang in his tan, the chimp into his pansy, the gore into his rilla, and the ape into his mutterings. You can also hear him reflecting in the spotlight and giving us the building blocks of gaming. It's Adam Loves to Dodge and Perry. Welcome, Adam. Good evening. Jesus. I mean, Chris, why don't you give me intros like that on our shows? I know. It's really embarrassing, actually, because all I say is I, I fumble over it uh, and I just end up saying, it's the lovely Adam Parrott. I say that every, <laughs> you every, do. Time, every time I record, I can't even be bothered to change it. I just say, it's the lovely Adam Parrott. I've just kind of, I, that's kind of almost become your catchphrase now. For, you know, I've, I've picked for you. Just, you're the lovely well, no, For it to be Adam my catchphrase, I'd have to say it. Well, okay. All right. Fucking hell. That's what a catchphrase is, idiot. (laughs) That's true. That's true. (laughs) Okay. It's my catchphrase for you then. Shut up. I'll say it's the- Thank you, flower. It's the wanker, Mr. Adam Parry next time. (laughs) (laughs) Much closer to the truth. Well, I I now have actually just a a, a tiny rant that just popped into my head before I even get to the main rant. And I even explain what we're doing here. I'm getting a little. I'm getting a little jealous, Chris. You and I have a fantastic show. We're doing a limited mini series delving into the world of Metallica, one album at a time. And every time I listen to a Spotlight Reflection, you make it sound like there's nobody you'd rather be recording with than Adam, and that kind of hurts. <laughs> well, you know, I, I like to share the love. You know what I mean? You know, I, I, I hear I, you open. You're like with my favorite podcaster, the lovely. I'm like, what? Well, what? What about me? I'm. I'm listening. I'm your buddy, aren't I? Well, I, I try and, you know, keep you both happy. That's the thing, isn't it? And uh, it, so, uh, uh, well, uh, oh, God, I don't know wow. what to say. Smooth. Smooth. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm so, you know, you've got me on the spot here. Right. So I like to, um, it's like different relationships, isn't it? I, I mean, like, I suppose Adam is my regular thing where, you know, we, we just in a routine, aren't we? Kind of thing, you know. It's it's a bit like me and my wife, you know. Oh, kind so, of. so I'm the wife. You are the wife, and you know we. I do the washing up. 
we we catch up every every week generally uh we, and you know we we record and it's great and and it's it's really um good fun and all that kind of stuff but it is a bit of a routine now i guess um, i just have to suck the same penis every single week <laughs> So but I'm like we, the special hot friend that you reacquainted with on Facebook and sneak off to every now and then. Well, this is the thing, see. So I, I, I was going to say that um, Adam and I are now in that relationship where, you know, we, we just have a, a bit of a, a quick session, particularly with the TV spotlight shows. Um, but with you, Alan, I take my time. I give you, you a good old sledgehammering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Different with kind you, of Alan, pounding going on over here. <laughs> I, I take my time with you because when I edit our show, Alan, it takes me hours. And and I have you in my ears for hours at a time. So not only when we record, but also afterwards as well. Whereas with Adam, when we I edit that, it takes about, I don't know, half hour. So, you know, it's it's a it's a quick thing, but you know, it's it's a good relationship. It's nice to have an old lady on the side, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> not that I'm calling you an old lady. So, so Adam, Alan. what I'm hearing is you and I are are here for his amusement, whether he needs a quick fix or a, a long session. Um, it's what it's whatever Chris wants. Yeah, we're supposed to bend to the rules of this fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, the thing is, there's, and I've said this for a long time now, is that there is one common denominator with 60MW. It's me. If I wasn't part of this podcast, then nobody would be doing anything. Nobody recording anything, unless you recorded with each other, obviously, which I'm sure you could. But yeah. So you're the strumpet. Uh, Well, yeah, exactly. You guys. uh, Yes. See, I'm turning it around on you now. You can't get enough of me. That's the thing. See, I'm just taking it in all holes at the minute because everybody wants a piece of it. Ben's never around. I'd much rather record with Ben. <laughs> Feel free, See, Alan. What have you started? See, look, you're the glue. I get it. You're sticky and gooey, and you keep everybody stuck to one another. That's awesome. Well, yes. Um, <laughs> I've got some weird pictures in my head right now. Um, <laughs> there you are. <laughs> I feel quite used and abused, actually. Now, I'm, I'm, yeah. Well, that was my little mini rant to start off. Oh, you sound like a right fucking jealous woman as well, don't you? Going, oh, we I was, but I, I was. I'm sitting there. Well, first of all, I was being made to do something I didn't want to do, which, of course, any husband or I guess any spouse, but in this case, my wife has me working on some uh, hardwood flooring, putting it in. And I just don't like it. I'd rather pay someone to do it, but they, they charge a lot of money. And so I can do it. It just I'm not happy about it. And so I put the headphones in and I start listening to a podcast and I think, oh, look, I've got this two hour or three hour marathon with Chris and Adam. And after about like seven or eight of them in a row and he's like, oh, my favorite podcaster, my favorite buddy, my my wonderfulest friend. I can't think I would rather be with anybody else. The lovely Adam Perry. I start getting a little verklempt. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. Do you don't you, you never call anymore? (laughs) <laughs> well, actually, we have got to record our Master of Puppets show, haven't we? We, we do. Uh, we, we must do that this month. Well, yeah, uh, in November for certain. So you there. Yeah. I'm recording with Dave as well. And I mean, God, Dave, he can barely get his leg over these days. I mean, fucking hell. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm spreading it around everywhere. You know, there you well, go. You are the lieutenant. You are leading everybody into battle and you've got all the, uh, the, the good soldiers working with you and underneath you. So and I, and I do like being <laughs> under you. So... Um, let's, uh, let's go ahead and just set the stage for everybody. If this is the first time they've ever tuned into a rant show, this is a chance for us to kind of bitch and moan about things. Not necessarily because we're negative people or that we've got things that bring us down and we're just those kind of people, but 
it's kind of like the pet peeves when something just kind of gets under your skin. And what I have found, and Chris, I don't know about you in terms of feedback with the previous shows, I hear a lot of people when they're listening to us, they're kind of like nodding their heads and they kind of, they get why we're bitching about things. Hmm. It's a bit like Room 101, isn't it? You know, sort of things that annoy you that you would like to get rid of, or, you know, you just want to sort of spend a few moments just pissing and moaning about it, but in a nice way, not in a, I hate everybody and you must agree with me kind of way. Like right. The internet, we're, not or, on, you know. we're not on Twitter. No. <laughs> this is different. No, <laughs> so that's what we want to do today. Plus, we also play a little game toward the end which I hear the audience also loves to weigh in and play, called Would You Rather. And boy, Adam and Chris, do I have some Would You Rather questions for you coming up at the end. But let me go ahead and open. And and the only reason I'm going to open is because it happened today. This was not my main topic when I prepared for the show. Now, I know you guys, I don't think you get much in the way of hurricanes in the UK. It is a phenomenon that does hit the United States, generally between sometime in June through November. And we've had our fair share of tropical storms and hurricanes hit the, hit the United States. But do you guys know enough about hurricanes to know how far out in advance you know one's coming? Um, we did have one in 1989 and we got sod all uh, advance warning because the weatherman got it completely wrong and told us there wasn't going to be one. And then there was. Oh, okay. Which was fun. But I, mean, in I don't terms think of, it compares to anything you have, but... Um, they're, but they're not like was, tornadoes that just randomly oh, break out. No, 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 no. You know? No. You're aware... In fact, with the, with the modern forecasting, we knew four days ago that there was this tropical depression in the Gulf that was planning to come up, hit the southern uh, edge of Louisiana, curl up, and would eventually roll into where I live in northwest Georgia in the southeastern corner of the United States. We've known about that for four days. You know how I know? Because every day when I'm on the radio doing morning news and I'm telling everybody weather and traffic, I'm saying, hey, keep an eye out. Late Wednesday into Thursday, we've already got a flash flood watch because we could get three or four inches of rain. We've also got a wind advisory. They're talking about 30 mile an hour winds. And every day for four days, I'm telling the entire community, batten down the hatches, make sure you're prepared. It could get worse. You never know what Mother Nature does. You prepare for the worst, but you hope it's for the best. You hope you don't need to worry about things. You hope it you know, dies out, doesn't have as much strength. Well, it strengthened to a category two, and we still had a good 24 hours knowing that. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm coming in this morning. We've got all these high winds. We've got trees coming down, power lines coming down, roads being blocked. So that's a, that's a major day to be on the radio because I'm informing the public letting them know, taking phone calls. Hey, there's a, there's a tree down on this road. Or, hey, I tried to go down this road and a tree had just come down. I had to turn around and go down another road. So I'm doing all of this. Suddenly I hear, and I hear nothing. And I'm like, what's going on? We're off the air. No, we've got a lot going on. How are we off the air? I text my station engineer. No response. I text my manager. Hey, just a heads up. I think we're only on our internet stream. We're not broadcasting on the AM or the FM. It's nothing but just noise, like a like a going out over the air. I get a message from my sta- from my engineer about ten minutes later. Oh, I, I think the generator didn't start. I'm like, what do you mean the generator? Well, well, fix it, get it up. We got to get. We're supposed to be on the air. He goes down to the station transmitter. Now, t- keep in mind, we've known for four days that this was coming. Doesn't have his keys with him. Has to call for somebody to bring him keys, only to go in and go, oh, 
That's right. This is the broken generator. We were going to replace that. I got to go home. I'll get mine and bring it back here. We'll be back up in about an hour or so. I was fit to bite through fucking nails with the stupidity of this asshat who is responsible for keeping us up and running. We've this, this, this wasn't a thunderstorm that freakishly showed up in the middle of the night and, and a bolt of lightning took our tower out. This was a guy who, number one, knew that the, tra- that the backup uh, generator was already bad. Two, forgot to bring his keys. Three, never bothered the day before to go, maybe I should double check everything's going to work just in case, I don't know, we have a power outage because that always happens when a hurricane comes through or the remnants. So I was a little pissed off this morning and I just had to get that off my chest. Is anything happen to him? Does he get like a reprimand or? Oh, he... hell no. That only, oh. That's only for me. <laughs> those, those are special treats for me. No, this guy's been working for so long. And here's the thing. He's kind of figured out. Nobody else knows how I wired all of this shit up. If they fire me and something breaks, they're hosed. And so he's kind of created a, his own security blanket where you can't really get rid of him because nobody knows how anything's hooked up. Well, that's that's good of him, I guess. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, there's oh. always someone like that in there, wherever you work. Somebody treat for me comes with the building. Somebody comes with the business who only knows how everything runs, and they've kept it themselves, and they've done it the same way since 1934. Yeah. Ex- yeah. Oh, Train and then, anyone, they won't help. You know, and the maddening thing. This is a guy that kind of like piecemeals everything together because he's gotten to that point in his career where he's lazy as fuck, and he knows he's collecting a paycheck <laughs> for doing nothing. <laughs> And then he has the audacity to come in one day and say, well, you know, everything in here is wired all kind of half-assed, but they never want me to do it right. And I'm like, what? That's you. <laughs> You're going to actually project you on someone else now? Oh, I was like, oh, please just retire. Please just retire. I don't care if everything breaks. <laughs> I'll broadcast from a cup and a string. Just just go. Yeah. There was uh, where I used to work many years ago, there was somebody like that. And there was, it's a big building with lots of people, you know, kind of uh, doing different jobs, et cetera. And um, this guy, I'd sit and I'd just watch him and he'd just walk around the building like he wouldn't be doing anything. He'd just be shuffling along kind of, you know, like until he either retired or died, <laughs> it seemed. Um, <laughs> that was sort of like, you know, yeah. And he's just thinking, what? Do they do people just let him get away with it, or you know, is it, have you got a job? Um, you know, it's it's very odd, isn't it? Like you said, Adam, there's there's people just out there that just seem to inhabit a, the building, and they're there I mean, because they sack them. Yeah, because they they come with a lease. You can't make them redundant because they've got 175 years worth of service. So you'd bankrupt the company trying to pay off their redundancy. Yeah, yeah. I just think, yeah, there's always, and it's never me. I've never lucky enough to have found myself in the one position that actually isn't replaceable. I'm always replaceable. Like it's very clear. I get told all the time, you've been doing this for a while, but we'll replace you in a heartbeat. You know, I I always have the threat of there's always someone right behind me ready to do what I do. So I've never been able to luck into the job where I get to walk around all day with either a cigarette in one hand and a cup of, of of soda or water or ice or whatever in the other and just stroll about the grounds for eight hours, take a lunch break and go back home. Now, Alan, you know that you are irreplaceable. There is nobody that could do the job that you could do. And I'm going on a massive charm offensive now, seeing as you uh, <laughs> <laughs> slated oh, see, me. You're trying to get in good graces. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. 
it's you know it, it, i suppose in in my area of work and all that there is always a constant state of flux there's always a i'll do it in quotation marks restructure on the horizon uh you know and so it is you do you you i mean i've worked for you know the same i suppose company or whatever for 27 years so i, I guess i'm falling into that category now of you know i'm part of the building but at the same time i'm not because i've done loads and loads of different jobs within that sort of you know structure i guess but uh you know uh but there are other people like that aren't there you know just rest on their laurels just kind of do what they need to do and not even that sometimes like you've described um so yeah i feel your pain they have figured out the least amount of work that they need to do to not get fired Mm -hmm. yeah but then saying that when i get a bit older i want to be a bit like that i just want to sit there and just you know, just do as little as possible and just watch people <laughs> run around like headless chickens and just laugh at them. Because I think, you know what, I've got to this point and I'm going to enjoy it for the couple of years that I'm allowed to do it. So I'll do you think won't. you could be that way? Because I've often asked myself that. Could I be that person? Because I know my personality. I couldn't not want to get involved and make things happen. I, I don't have that personality to just sit back and go, oh, well. Hmm. No, I, I'm, you're right. I probably couldn't, but it would be, you know, it's nice to just think but about. But it's fun to think about. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, what, what about, about you, Adam? You? <laughs> I'm, I'm taking over. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. I thought that was great. You and I, are, hey, we're back in sync. We're in sync. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I could not be, I could not be the person sat there doing nothing, just watching, watching everyone else do everything for me. It's too, too annoying. I just don't trust enough people to do what they need to do properly, I think. So I think I'd uh, I'd have to get involved one way or another. You know what? And, and hasn't this isn't this a truism? The longest days at work are the days when you really aren't doing anything. Don't you like the days when you're busy because time flies? Mm. Yeah. I think when yeah. You- although when they're busy, I wish it was quieter. But then when it's quiet, <laughs> you wish you were busier. It's just that it's that horrible middle ground I've never found. El Dorado of work somewhere. But if I can find it. City of gold, right there. It's in front yes. of me. I feel it. Well, that was my rant. And I think it's just, I think everybody can relate to that. The person that you work with, the person who skates, gets away with it, manages to somehow slip under the radar, whatever your your phrase is, and they're collecting a paycheck. And you know for a fact, if you tried it, if you were, if if I had come in this morning and quote, phoned it in, I guarantee you, I would not be on the air the next morning. They'd be like, oh, if this isn't important to you, you can stay home. And it just... I guess I'm glad I am what I am because I don't want to be that person. It's still irritating to have to deal with them. Yeah, I know what you mean. All right, Chris, I'm going to go to you now. Ooh. What's your Ooh. rant for, the, for, this, for this episode? I've got a couple very quick ones here, so I'm just going to throw these in. I'll um, throw them to Adam because that's your quickie partner over there. <laughs> come to me, Christopher, come to me. Oh, um, you should speak in that He accent. said two, not the- in. You said two. <laughs> uh, Save right. that for after the show. <laughs> Save that for later. Mm. Couple of quick ones here. First one. Yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Children. Shut up. <laughs> First one. Children, specifically my children. <laughs> they are they are six at uh, six. They are four and eight years old. And they are Dirty little bastards. They, and I don't mean like, you know, in terms of their personal hygiene, 
like I, I have a, I'm lucky enough to have my own room where I record, you know, play video games. It's my own little oasis, man cave, whatever you want to call it. And it's great. And I love it. And uh, I'm surrounded by all the things I love, you know, Lego video game stuff, uh, retro stuff, you know, all the books I love and all that kind of stuff. It's great. So now I can hide myself away. So, but slowly I've, you know, as my eldest daughter has, has got a bit older and she's got a bit more into video games, you know, and I'll sit sometimes and play them with her and I can supervise her and it's, that's fine. But earlier on I went out and I played football and then I came back and I come to sit down and um, what am I confronted with? Fucking sweet rappers and rubbish and crap. That's just there. There's a bin right next to her where she sits. You know what I mean? There's in our living room there. Sometimes she will have a packet of crisps or uh, chips, as you call them in America, uh, you know, uh, or, uh, you know, she, she will have a something, um, an apple or whatever. There's a bin in the living room that she could she sits right next to, but she will just leave it there for somebody else to pick up. And it pisses me off. And I know that is probably more of a reflection on me than it is on her because she's a child. But at the same time, the amount of times I've told her, pick up your rubbish and put it in the bin. That's something that I, I was always taught when I was a kid. You know, you don't litter in the streets or in your own fucking home. Uh, that's So that's one little mini rant. Uh, I'm hoping that they will grow out of it, but it's just something that pissed me off. Let me, let me, let me interrupt you right now. They will not. They will okay. not. Because I have a mentally retarded asshat child who can open a popcorn, you know, microwave popcorn bag with a little cellophane wrapper on the outside. She has the time to put it in the microwave and hit two minutes and 30 seconds. And in that time, literally a foot away from where the microwave is, is the little pull down drawer where the little garbage can is because you can open it up and, and just drop it right in. It's there. She's doing nothing for the next two and a half minutes, but staring at the bag turning and eventually popping. She can't do it. She cannot throw that away. It doesn't matter what, how many times I've told her. And it's not like she has to go outside to throw it away or she has to like get in her car and drive to the... It is a foot, Chris. It is a foot from the microwave mm. and she still yeah. won't do it. And she's in so college. <laughs> I mean, when do, do they change when they get children of their own and then they actually start to realize how frigging annoying it is? I mean, is there a point where it changes or because I'm looking right now, it's not a big bin. It's like a, a very small bin, but enough to put like, you know, little packets, wrappers, whatever you want to call in. It's there. I mean, I only have to st stretch it. I'm stretching my arm right now and I'm touching it. It's right. <laughs> it's right, it's here. right where she, it's right where she was sitting. And yet the place where she was sitting on the sofa that I've got, the couch, whatever, was just littered with um, lollipop sticks with, I mean, there's bits of cake on the floor. What the no, fuck? No, no, no. See, oh, that's not cool. Not cool at all. I... It's not. What the hell were they doing? And this is my little oasis. This is my little bit of peace, you know, from the world, from the family, from everybody. And they are invading it slowly and it's getting on my nerves. So um, I'm going to have a bit of a go at her tomorrow and just say, look, you're not coming in here again unless you're supervised. And and so there you go. I'm going to crack the whip. You know what? I will tell you the only time it might change because my second daughter down, 
my my two oldest are renting a house together. Well, my youngest, because of the whole you know C thing, where they can't uh, go to college campuses right now, they're doing virtual learning. Um, so she decided rather than spend time on uh, and money on a on a dorm, she actually moved in with her two other sisters. Mm. And it's funny as hell now because my daughter Lex, who is the second one down, and the youngest one, who is the fourth one down. She is yelling at her all the time. And the youngest one is like, oh, my God, I left mom and dad's house so I didn't have to be yelled at all the time about trash. And now you're telling me I'm not throwing the trash away. And my daughter's like, because you're not throwing the trash away. And I was like, yeah. welcome to adulthood. So, yes, at some point when there's people underneath you, you do eventually grow up. Good. Well, that's that's unfortunately my, for you. That's going to be a while. <laughs> it's going to take a while. Yes. But anyway, um, so that was a very. Oh, can't you make them eat what they drop? Um, I guess Just, I could. I think but, you you do it once. I think you know that'd stop it. Well, so I'm looking at the floor at the moment. There's a sock there. I guess I could feed <laughs> them that. <laughs> yeah. There's a sock. There's a sock. There's a, there's a slipper. There's just it's there. Yeah. There's a fucking. Why would you take a sock off? And just one sock, and it's not just both. One. Well, if 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 you're a bloke, to have a wank. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm hoping they're not doing that um, whilst <laughs> whilst on my way. But you know, I mean, that's for me again. This is my little safe spot. Uh, but anyway, the, there's a slipper, one slipper, not two. They're not there next to each other. I mean, two of them. Okay, fair enough. You kicked them off. You just left them on the floor. There's one. Do slipper. you know that she's definitely got two feet? Well, <laughs> yes, she should she have. She's I mean, lost one. I, I, it just baffles me. It gen- so yeah. Anyway. That was a very quick one. Uh, one. One quick question. Is the sock... Oh, you won't know. I'm sorry. I was going to say, do you know if the sock and the slipper were from the same feet, but sock are pretty... Um... <laughs> that would be funny. It's <laughs> a left sock and a right slipper. <laughs> uh, uh, that's the other thing. I mean, it doesn't wind me up particularly because I don't really care, but it winds my wife up. My eldest daughter wears odd socks. I find that very weird. I don't... I mean, I... Uh, you know, uh, there's a certain, you know, uniformity that I like. There's a certain, uh, you know, kind of... Um, What's the word? What's the, what's the phrase or word I'm looking for? Obsessive uh, compulsive disorder, OCD. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> well, I just like there to be a, a you know, a, um, a pattern. I like there to be, you know, meaning yeah. to things. I don't like to, you know, OCD. I get it. Throw, throw <laughs> random things there. Like, I mean, the thought of wearing odd socks just it doesn't compute. No, I, I'm, I'm with you there. So this is an area my wife and I would go to would go to battle on all the time because my youngest two. They were just like, they grew up where all of their friends, I guess, it, I don't know, it just happened. They didn't care about matching socks. And I thought, you know, if you got a yellow sock and a, and a blue sock on, and I see all of her friends are wearing, I'm like, okay, so you're all freaking retarded. That's fine. At least you're all <laughs> retarded together. I, I, I thought there were so many other hills I'd rather have a fight on. I wasn't going to die on that hill. But my wife was just like, she's super OCD. And to, to see... A, a pink sock on one foot and a blue sock on the other foot. She would have like like a, a, a twitchy hives breaking out, and she would like go to war. I was like, babe, you're not. It's not you. You're not. She's leaving us. You don't even have to look at her until she comes back. Yes, but she's out there looking that way. I'm like, nobody gives two shits. No one cares. Have you seen? All of them are walking around staring at their phones. No one cares about what's on their feet. There, nobody's paying attention anyway. Nobody's having a conversation. Let it go. But. Oh, drove my wife batshit crazy when they would wear different kinds of socks. Yeah, it's it. My wife said exactly the same thing. I mean, she she had a bit of a moan about it the other day because you know she was saying, "Look, it just 
it fucks up the washing, if anything, as well. Because, oh, like, agreed. you know, you just got odd socks just floating around. So that's just another But you know what? Thing. Hey, tell your wife this. I said, when I told my wife, I said, look, this is great. You don't have to worry about matching and folding the socks. You get a little, like, small kind of, like, maybe a wicker basket, a little tiny, uh, something that you could just say, I'm putting all of them in here. You can put this on your shelf, and you grab whatever two you want. It's, it's all you have now. I don't even have to worry about folding, matching. I don't care if we're missing one. I don't have to look for it. You know what? You're on your own. Hmm. So there you go. Sell socks in pairs. You don't get boxes of 58 assorted socks. (laughs) You do if you're this generation. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious, Adam. I I thought it was weird at first, and I kind of saw my wife's side because I was raised the same way. Like, if you look at my sock drawer, all my socks are folded in together, so there's matching pairs. Like, all of them exactly. But I don't give a shit. I really don't. If if she wants to wear two, you know what? She could be doing drugs. I'm okay if you want to wear two socks. That's different. That's fine. Go for it. You, uh, that's not the hill I'm going to die on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like I said, it doesn't bother me particularly, but I just thought I'd throw that in since I'm moaning about my children. Um, very quickly, because this annoys me, when I'm, I'm driving around, particularly on a Sunday, I've noticed, is cyclists. Why <laughs> do I have to take up the whole of the oh. freaking road? Like, particularly riding two abreast and you're just thinking i mean when i was a kid you know you do your cycle proficiency test and all that kind of stuff something that they did at school and you know we're always told ride single file because you know you're causing a potential accident you know waiting to happen if you do but it's just like they're just there chatting to each other whilst they're riding and there's a queue of cars behind them and I'm getting more and more pissed off the more that this goes on. And then it's just like they they own the frigging road. And then, you know, they go over on red lights. The thing is, they, oh. they, they want it all their own way, don't they? It's like, oh, well, we're cyclists. We have to be protected. You have to look after us. And, you know, you can't do this and blah, blah, blah. Give us loads of space, et cetera, et cetera. And then yet they oh, take yeah. a path of fucking road. And then at the same time, they go over on red lights. I was, I was driving on uh, Sunday and I saw these, there was four cyclists and they were all chatting to each other. Like two were chatting to, you know, uh, each, each other and they got two behind them. And then they waited at the junction, you know, but they couldn't be asked to wait because they thought they saw, okay, there's nothing coming. doesn't matter. There's a red light. They just still went and turned. So is that okay for me then? Okay. There's no traffic coming. There's no cars coming. So I can just go over on red lights then. Is that, is that what we're doing now? It pisses me off. And so, yeah, I just want to throw that one in as well. There you go. Fucking cyclists. I mean, you get those stickers in the cars that say, think cyclist. Surely if you're a cyclist, you should think car, because if I hit you, one of us is coming off worse. And it Uh, ain't me in a car. And what really fucking pisses me off, twats. Sometimes when you sit there at the light, they pull up. And they'll lean on the side of your car. Oh, Have you ever had that where they no. lean on the car? I've never had Honestly. that before. Oh, and they've all got those stupid fucking little videos in the helmets as well. So you can't shout at them because they go, oh, I'm recording you, you know. It's going to go on social media. You bastards. <laughs> I'm telling you, you, you want to talk about a special class of moron? It's the cyclist. They got their little special hats. And they got their special little shorts and they all try to look really super cool. <laughs> yeah, they do. They all wear like sort of like these very tight tops and uh, lycra shorts. Oh, and, lycra you know. Retards. <laughs> lycra <And> it- retards. <laughs> <laughs> 
and, oh, and see, it, and, it, and it's here too. We ha- and I will. T- oh, what is it? Why? Why can't you move over? You can hear me behind you on a on a two lane road, and you're in the middle of the road doing twenty miles an hour. Now, granted, that's fine if you're a cyclist going that fast for you, but that's forty five in this particular roadway. Oh my! And just this, they look behind you like. I'm here, and I get the road, too. No! The car's here! Move over! Mm. Yeah. So there you go. Those are my two little rants. My two mini rants. That's got so worse where I am, because we had the, weirdly, we had the Tour de France in England a few years ago, and then they've started doing the Tour de Yorkshire, and the amount of cyclists you get during the summer. Uh, it's horrible, because all the roads up here are all up and down hills. They're all fairly narrow once you come off the main roads, because it's in the arse end of nowhere, but it's full. Full of these lycra Nazis. <laughs> oh, see this, Chris. You were worried that maybe you didn't have uh, really good ones, but we can all weigh in. I think everyone has had to deal with what you brought up today. Yeah, there you go, Adam. Cool. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna shoot the goal over to you. Uh, what do you got? Right, mine mine's sort of a, a collection of things that's been brewing for a little while, but it's. How long have we got to revere old people? (laughs) Why are old people so self-important? It's starting to grind me down. Um, Everyone's got an old relative who's probably racist, uh, says horrendous things. And years ago, it was like, well, they fought in the war. We can kind of excuse everything they do wrong because they they fought in World War II more than likely because when I was young, even the World War One ones were getting on a bit. But you got everyone sort of gave them a pass. But that's not the case anymore because you know a lot of most probably ninety percent of World War Two veterans are now dead because they're too old. Yet the, the new old generation still hold themselves with the same arrogance, like they deserve something. They deserve so much, and they just chipping away at my existence with their irritating habits of walking down the road and then just stopping for no fucking reason. <laughs> Which is very hard to do in social distancing times as well. He's like, move on, old person. Can't do that. They shouldn't move on, old person. <laughs> old people fucking swimming. Uh, several years ago, um I was swimming as you do, uh, trying to do laps and there were five old ladies swimming in a line, much like your cyclists, um, <laughs> just with their little grey bobbleheads just above the water, <laughs> bobbing along. They look like little five little toxic fart clouds just, just floating <laughs> above the water. And they would not move. And I was swimming uncomfortably close to them, and they would not move. And they're all talking about someone called Beryl bitching about her. So I felt sorry for Beryl because she clearly thought she was part of the group. But these old fuckers called Edna and Greta or whatever they were called, they didn't like Beryl at all. So I swam underneath them. I had to push their giant flappy boobs out of the way about six feet under the water, but that's not the point. Eventually that, but no, it's just the self-importance of old people. I'm not moving because you're young. I'm old. I've earned the right to be an asshole. It's the same with drivers. <laughs> I've mentioned that as well. They're dangerous little bastards. Almost hit two of them yesterday because they don't know how to use roundabouts and just cut you up. You look in there and there's just some old fellow with six inch earlobes, massive, great big thick glasses looking dead ahead. Yeah, fuck everyone else. I'm just going to go. <laughs> old people I, I think it's because I don't think I'll ever when I'm old I'm not going to get this kind of respect it's like everything now is also about all oh, the children save the children and I'm thinking no fuck that save me but when I was a kid no one was bothered about saving the children then they just let us rot 
And when I get old, I won't be an affluent old bastard like these toss bags. I'll be poor and I'll be working till I'm about 87. I'll die at work. They'll mush up my body to feed the next generation. <laughs> I think we're just living at the wrong time where we're never going to get the respect we deserve. There we go. We, we, we can't figure out how to get the job where we get to walk around and do nothing. And we're not going to be the entitled, privileged old fucks who get to get away with everything. No, we're never. We're never. I don't think we're ever going to be that fortunate. And apologies to all the old fucks in the audience. (laughs) Bollocks to you. Just die already. Let the rest of the world live. (laughs) (laughs) They're all, I mean, I I don't know what it's like like in America, but like, say here, you've got, uh, if you want to move to the beach over here, I mean, it's hardly Miami when you go to Bridlington, but it's as close (laughs) as we've got. But every house there is like, oh, it's like 450 grand owned by some wrinkly old scrotum in trousers who's had it since 1967, <laughs> who bought it for a fiver, will never sell it. All they do is drive the market up and they, they sit there. All the English beaches are ruined because all you can smell is the open vaginas of these old ladies who sit there eating ice cream by the front of the beach. <laughs> there are, I, you know, I, I like some old people, but fucking hell. Oh my god! I'm just There's letting you go, much, man. They've had, t- they've had too much life, some of them. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess it's born out of jealousy. That's all it is. There's nothing quite like being d- driving down the road and you come up behind a car that's like six feet wide because it was built in 1972. One blinker's on. It's sort of swerving, and you think, "Who's drunk at this hour?" And then you realize, "Oh." It's a blue hair, I see knuckles, and that's it. And you realize you're behind a 90-year-old woman trying to drive down the road. I'm just like, you're a danger to yourself and everyone else on the road. Someone needs to put your keys somewhere else. It's weird, isn't it, though? I mean, I bet you're a bit like me, though, Adam, because we're about the same age, is that Hmm. we were taught to respect our elders. No, no reason why. You just, you know, that was the message and that was the thing I was told. They fought in the war. They were heroes. But they're all gone now. And we're left with these after dreggy bastards who have grown up after them. Yeah. It, it is yeah, riding say the stuff coattails. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. And they say stuff like, Ugh, don't want foreigners in this country stealing our jobs. And it's like, well, you haven't had a job since 1974. Whose <laughs> jobs are they stealing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, but you know what? They all vote. That is, I don't know how it is in your country. In our country, the vo- the voting block you can guarantee is going to the polls is the 55 and older crowd. They are going to be there. They got nothing else to do. Yeah, thanks for that, old people. You've done a sterling job over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> and they're all, oh, they're all moaning. They've now got to pay their TV license as well. Why should they get, why should they not? They're more likely to watch BBC than, than I am. They should They've pay got more it. money as well, a lot of them. Exactly. Honestly, like when I was at university, I went to bingo because I was a tragic human being. And um, our <laughs> manager, we worked behind a bar and our manager took us to go and play bingo. Me and my mate are sitting there with, with our bar manager. And we're sitting there with a few coins, trying to coin enough together to play one game of bingo. And there's all these old ladies sitting there and they are flapping around like 200 quid's worth of 20 pound notes in their hands playing about 50 boards at the same time. And they have the audacity to moan they haven't got enough money to heat their houses in the winter. <laughs> Let them you know what? <laughs> it doesn't matter whether you're there, here, on anywhere on the... Apparently, this is universal because everything you just described, you could have been living right here in the good old USA. So 
if, if apparently you just reach that point of age privilege, it doesn't matter. Maybe it just automatically happens because I feel the same way, Adam. I can't even imagine myself acting old, let alone being old. Just because I no. chronologically age doesn't mean I plan to grow up anytime soon. But who knows? It must happen because we see it. It, it. These obviously aren't the same World War II vets that we remember when we were like five and six years old. They must have, the, this must be a new crop of people that have have, have aged. So, you know, I, I hope it doesn't happen to us, but shit, who knows? As long as we're still podcasting 20 years from now, I guess we'll find out. Mm. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I can be a little bit, you know, moody, a bit marley every now and then, but <laughs> not a cantankerous old you? shit bag. Has like anybody listened to yeah. you on a podcast? <laughs> I am perfectly happy as a <laughs> you human being. You are perfect for the much. ranch show. <laughs> You've got so much oh. bile in you. I love it. I love it when I listen to you just go <laughs> off on a rant. You do it. You do it in the middle of your other shows when all of a sudden something triggers you and it comes to you. And I don't know how it does, but I laugh out loud every time you string together a four or five sentence monologue just riffing on somebody. I'm like, that's comedy gold right there. And that's why you're here. Oh, not- I'm here just to be miserable. <laughs> <laughs> it's, to be fair, I mean, uh, th- th- based on our last uh, movie show that we did about the Karate Kid, it's it's not just old people because we quite like uh, Mr. Miyagi. You know, we we like yeah, Mr. Yeah. Miyagi, but we didn't like is particularly you didn't like um, Daniel Larusso. <laughs> No, I did get a little bit of a bee in my bonnet over him. I have to admit. No, but you also weren't happy with how they handled. Uh, Mr. Miyagi's character in the third one. You're like, what the fuck did they do to this character? Yeah. Yeah. Deserved more. He did. He did. He was, he's, Pat Morita was awesome in the the first two movies. I mean, he helped hold the second one together, in my opinion, and I never even knew there was a third, so. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, before we get to our game of Would You Rather, Adam, did you have another one, or are 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 you just fixated on old people right now? I'm just fixated on old people right now. I think I've, 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 I've uh, I think I've expelled enough enough energy. Now for that. <laughs> well, I can, again, I can go downstairs and make some cupcakes or something. Well, that's why again we broadcast from the bowels. That way we can't we don't notice what you're expelling. It just all sounds the same and feels and smells. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> well, let's get to this part of our of our show that I like to call "Would You Rather." I go back and forth to each guest, but we all three will weigh in. I, I, I just like to throw it to these guys. None of them knows what I'm going to ask. I come up with these each and every show. And you can play along at home. And by the way, when we get to the end, we'll tell you all the uh, where we're on social media and how you can engage and interact. And you know, if you were in, in, enjoy, if you enjoy this episode or that you enjoy the, the Would You Rather and you wanted to play along and let us know what you answered, feel free to send us a message. We would love to, would love to see what you guys think. So I'm going to go to Chris first on this one. We will open it up to you. The first, would you rather? Chris, in honor of one of your most recent Spotlight Reflection shows, would you rather have a son who acts like Ralph Macchio's character did in Karate Kid 3, or would you rather have a son who acts like a young Steven Seagal, including the ponytail? Oh, God. (laughs) Oof. Fucking hell. I'd probably end up slapping ralph macchio if he if he was just such a prick um when you say act like a young steven seagal what do you mean uh how how like he does in the movies like yeah. he doesn't 
really do a lot. He just he just kind of. Well, um, I I hearken back to an earlier episode where you guys universally thought that Jean Claude Van Damme was the far superior person to watch. You all sort of mocked Seagal, so I thought, oh, there's a little bit of a, a bone of contention there because I liked Steven Seagal. So, but if he could have sort of that arrogant, sneering, prick-like attitude with the touch of crazy that he is. Would you rather have that, or would you have the whiny, snivelly, doing everything wrong when it's everybody else's fault but me? Who do you want? Ralph Macchio's Ooh. at Karate Kid 3 or Steven Seagal? Steven Seagal. Now, you've put it like that, I would say that, because at least, you know, he'd probably just lock himself in his room, wouldn't he, and, you know, leave you, <laughs> leave you alone for a bit. Whereas, like, you know, if, if stuff just went, went wrong, it would be everybody's fault except his own uh, if it was Ralph Macchio. So, um, or... Um, What's his face? Daniel LaRusso. I should say, not Ralph Macchio. Uh, but yeah, it would definitely be a Dan. I, I would definitely not like Daniel LaRusso around me because he, he kind of, well, I'm sort of. I've already, um, you know, went off on one of my own kids. My my daughter's a bit like that, a bit whiny and a bit. Oh, why do I have to do this? It's not my responsibility and everyone else has to do it for me so yeah I'd, i've already got one of them i don't want another fucker uh, so, yeah <laughs> all right adam what about you See, I'd, I'd go the opposite i'd probably rather have a, a ralph macho uh daniel larusso type person because Sigal, for all of his weird ponytail thing he kind of had the skills to back it up when he was in his prime ralph macho never really had that so if i had to hit one of them with a spade <laughs> I'd rather go. I'd rather hit Ralph Macchio because I think I could take him out. Also, <laughs> they're easily palmed off. Yeah, they're easily palmed off onto a pensioner. So we know from Mrs. Larusso, all you got to do is disappear for a couple of weeks, and just he'll move in with an old man. So <laughs> easily groomed. So if you don't like him, you've just put him on some sort of pervert chat room, and he'll he'll be gone in a couple of weeks because he'll move in with an, an old man called Arthur. Good point, actually. Yeah, because like his mom couldn't wait to get fucking rid of him. Like she even exactly. moved house without telling him. <laughs> well, see, that's an interesting thing because I was leaning toward the Steven Seagal as well, thinking, you know, okay, so he's an asshole. He's kind of a dirt jerk, but you know, he can kick people's asses and take care of himself, and that's kind of what you want as a parent. That at some point you can take care of yourself. You won't come back. But now that you think about it, uh, yeah, Ralph Macchio, you could you could beat the hell out of him, and he would actually just sit there and cry. <laughs> You know, you wouldn't have to worry about him whooping your ass. Um, oh, I think I'm still going to go the Seagal route. I'm going to hope that he that I piss him off enough that he says, I don't need to stay here anymore, and he leaves, and I don't have to worry about it anymore. Mm. So I pick Steven Seagal, or a, a kid who acts like a young Steven Seagal. Okay, number two, Adam, would you rather <clears throat> would you rather have a cat with a dog's personality or a dog... With a cat's personality. Mm. Right. I think it's all dependent on the type of dog. Because uh, I do kind of like the fuck you personality of a cat. But <laughs> if you give that to a dog that's of any kind of size with amazingly big teeth, kind of a bit of a danger recipe. So I probably would... Yeah, out of the two, I'd probably choose... Uh, a cat with a dog's personality because it's more likely to be loyal. There's, 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 there's too much there. You combine the anger of a cat with the muscle mass of a big dog. <laughs> Not sure about that. So you want a cat with a dog's personality? Yeah, just just to save my own life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Chris, what about you? Would you I rather can't have... argue. Okay. Oh, yeah, 
I can't argue with that. I mean, that yeah, it's. I think you've sold it to me because, like you said, if you've got um, a dog like Cujo um, that could just rip your throat out, kind of thing, um, you know, with a cat's personality, that wouldn't be good. Because um, you know, I've had cats before, and um, you know, as selfish as they can be, they are quite. They can be quite loving as well at the same time, you know. But for their own benefits, when they actually want a scratch and a tickle, um, but. Uh, yeah, I definitely I'd go with you, Adam, on that one. You know, I thought about this one after I wrote it because I'm a huge dog lover. At one point, we had seven dogs. We're down to four. We we're addicted to rescuing. We we don't like the idea of our four legged friends being put down because nobody wants them. Uh, we've rehabbed a couple of dogs that were abused, and it's amazing their personalities that that come full circle when you take care of them and show them love and and affection, and they become completely new and and, and reinvigorated animals. Um, but I realized what I love about the dog is their personality, because as the joke goes, you know, dogs have a master, but cats have staff. Everybody mm-hmm. works for the cat if you're the cat in the house, whereas the dog, it doesn't matter. Uh, you know how you know the difference between uh, whether or not you should be with a wife or a dog? Lock both a dog and a wife in your trunk for about five hours. Release them both. Who's happy to see you? It's not the <laughs> wife. <laughs> but the dog, hey, thank you. You let me out. So. Yes, it's the personality I think I like more than anything. Cats can be cuddly, but I'd rather have the personality. So give me a cat with a dog's personality any day. Mm. Number three, Chris. Ooh. Would you rather have the ability to talk yourself out of any situation or punch your way out of any situation? Ooh, I like it. Ooh, it's kind of like a video game. Thing there like you know when you can have are you gonna your... play the level where you sneak around and make it to the end or are you gonna have to fight everybody to make it to the end so um like i the witcher the witcher 3 I, I love that game and you know you can have attributes to your character where you can either use your own charm to talk your way out of things i mean the, the witch is a badass kind of thing you know uh but and it can kill anybody but i when I play games like that, I always tend to go for the ones that give me that ability to be able to talk my way out of situations. Um, so I'm going to go for that in real life. I think I'd rather have that than, you know, kind of, because you can get yourself in a lot of trouble, obviously, couldn't you, you know, if you just rely on your, your, you know, your fists and whatever to get yourself out of a situation. So that's, yeah, I'm, I'm going with my video game logic in real life, and I'd much rather have my ability to be able to talk my way out of a situation than fight my way out of it. Fair enough. Adam? See, I, I agree in theory. Uh, <laughs> when I play a game, I'm always, yeah, I always try and talk my way out of things and I always choose the... Um, Intelligence, uh, isn't it, usually? Um, yeah. Or, and, or if or a Paragon type thing. But in real life, I think it would be more impressive to punch your way out of something. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then nothing could happen to you because... If you could punch your way out of any situation, they could send the police out after you. You just punch them. And eventually they'll <laughs> run out of police. And then you're the last one standing. And if it's any situation, that could be, oh, shit, I'm stuck in a six-foot steel box in the bottom of the sea. I'm just going to punch my way out of it. I think you could make more money by being able to punch your way out of anything or any situation. There's, there's, there's some cash to be made there. That is an interesting point. I thought about mm. this. Don't we all, when we watch our action movies, Wish that if we were ever in that situation, we'd be able to beat the snot out of everybody in the room and walk away standing. But in real life, 
I think I'm gonna pick talk my way out. I'd rather I'd rather not have to deal with the the bandages and the stitches and because it doesn't assume that you're untouched. It it just means you can get out of it. You may be worse for wear, and at some point that gets old. Um, but I would I would be fun for a little while to be able to just know I'm gonna beat the hell out of everybody in this room, and there's nothing they can do to stop me. I think that'd be kind of fun. It just it sounds like um, you've guys. I'm sure you've seen Sin City, haven't you? And and or read the books, but uh, a bit like Marv, yeah. uh, you know, who just like goes around and punches people, and he, he takes a lot of punishment himself, but he and he keeps get, getting back up. Uh, but yeah, that kind of character, I guess. Yeah. All right, Adam. I think I think oh, your good. your answers are right, but uh, but I have talked my way out of situations before. I've never punched my way out of one, so maybe it's just yeah. I want to see what happens. <laughs> All right, you might Adam. get to punch an old person as well. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you get stuck into a oh. senior citizens reunion. You Brilliant. punch your way out. You could probably do that today without much training. Yeah, I think so. I'd like to think I could take most eighty-five-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adam. Would you rather? And this one, I, I kind of thought about this one a lot before I wrote it because I didn't know which way you guys would go with history and the future versus the past, but. Adam, would you rather choose to go back in time to meet some family members who died before you were even born, or would you rather go ahead in time and meet the grandchildren who haven't even yet been born? Uh, I think, I mean, well, it's kind of a, well, it's a struggle because I've got any children, but I'd rather go forward, (laughs) I think. Um, yeah, I'd like to go forward to see what becomes of the world as much as you know what becomes of the fruit of my loins. Um, so I think it'd be more... I don't want to go back necessarily because if you could go back to Victorian times, then it's just full of disease and it's full of shit. It's like <laughs> now, but a bit worse. Uh, and I'm likely to get stabbed and robbed. But if I go to the future, you know, if you go to the future and meet your great, 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 lots and lots lots of grandkids, you might find that something like Star Trek has happened. So you might have to go and meet them on a spaceship, which might be traveling through the, the galaxy, which would be awesome. But going back and just getting syphilis by accident, I don't think would be much fun. So I think I'm going forward. But on the flip side, if you go back, you pick a time where there's some manners and respect and people cared about, I don't know, civility. No, I don't, I, to be honest, I don't really think we had that in England because... Um, I, I saw Downton Abbey. Of course from... you did. <laughs> That's not real. What? It's okay it if you looked come real. From... It's okay if you come from a family where you name you got seventeen names and they're all awful, and that just counts. You know, with and you got servants, Smavington, Smythe. Yeah, but I probably came from the gutter, so I'd I'd go back and find my family just living in a gutter, eating rat placentas or something. So... <laughs> I mean, nobody said, nobody said you had to stay there. It's just, would you rather go back and have the ability to have a conversation with somebody from your past, or would you rather leap forward? I wasn't saying forever. I don't know. No, I think, mate, if I went, the thing is, if I, if I went backwards, I'd know so much more than them because I come from the future. So it would just be like talking to- um, You'd be a god. Yeah, it would just be like talking to insects. I'd rather <laughs> go forward and- uh, And, and be the insect actually, yourself. I would be the insect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'd, I'd go forward on the off chance that I'd end up in space. Okay. All right, Chris, what about you? Would you rather go back in time and meet a relative who died before you were even born or meet a grandchild that hasn't even been born yet? 
Yeah, I'd definitely go forward. And I think I was thinking about this while Adam was talking and it would be like one of those, like you said, you go back and, you know, you'd know more than they would. You'd say to them, look, I'm from the future. They would just probably think you're mental and and kill you. <laughs> and so, <laughs> uh, you know, um, so it, it would just, yeah, I, I don't think. Um, so I'm thinking, well, what, what, who's got more to gain from this, me or them? Because, you know, like, I, I'm, yeah, I think I'd much prefer to go forward and then you'd hope that we'd be living in a more civilised society. I think there's a Simpsons episode where something happens, uh, so, something similar, and, uh, you know, that, that they go in the future and um, they, they're a, a, a god, you know, in that, in that respect, because, like, they the, uh, the people from the future are fascinated with them, so they end up, you know, kind of, you know, um, putting them on this pedestal and, and everything. So, um, you know. But yeah, definitely going forward. Not there is back. one major point. There's one major point I forgot. If if you go back and things got a little bit sexy, that's <laughs> going to cause that's causing a whole world of problems for when you go back to your own time potentially. How do you but know you you're forward, not your own great grandfather? <laughs> well, no, it would have already happened. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe weird parallel <laughs> universes or whatever. But I think going forward doesn't matter if things get so sexy then. so part of me wanted to say go back simply because it's always fun to see where did you come from and how was life and maybe we would have a little bit of a a better sense of uh being thankful for all the advances we have i feel like we live in a generation where there are people who don't understand what an amazing time we live in they're looking for some boogeyman behind every bush, some angry thing to be, you know, something to be angry at. They're tilting at windmills all day long. And I wonder if you would go back and say, God, look, look how hard it was. Look what you guys battled through and you guys made it. What am I bitching about? But I also have always said on the radio, I've always loved living in the now because look at all the technology, look at the advancement. And I'm always excited about what the future holds. So even though I think it'd be fun to go back, I think I'm in a point in my life where I do appreciate the hard times and i do appreciate all of the gifts and all of the toys and all of the things we have around us so i think i'd be okay going in the future just to see how much farther technology was going to take us i think my my worry is we wouldn't have some idyllic paradise i have a feeling if i were to go forward the way things are going now we were, we'd end up seeing a bunch of drooling idiots where the, the the robots and the ai have taken over and we are being farmed like in the matrix all right chris mm. would you rather Get away with lying every time you attempt it, or always know someone is lying when they attempt it. Oh God! Um, say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather? You get broke a- my brain. Sorry. <laughs> get away with lying every time you attempt it. In okay. other words, you're going to be able to pull it off. You can lie your way. You can whatever lie you tell. Like, oh, okay. So you, you get away with lying every time you attempt it, or would you always want to know that someone is lying to you when they attempt it? Oh, always know when somebody's lying to me. I'd like to have that power and that knowledge um, it, when somebody's doing that. I think that'd be more useful than me actually lying about stuff. Um, I'm quite a truthful and honest person, believe it or not. Um, so, oh, then I could be lying. Who knows? Um, so, so <laughs> that's exactly what a liar would say, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, no, I think it'd be fun to, to know if somebody's lying, but then well, what would I do with that knowledge? Cause you, you know, would you just, you, 
would you be able to accuse them of lying there and then, you know, without any proof? And even if you did, or, would they admit it? Oh, yeah. And, and would anybody else believe you? Would it drive? Yeah, it might drive you insane, actually, thinking about it. I mean, I, I watch say, people on TV every night lie, and I'm like, how do you not know they're lying? And they're on TV and they're getting away with it. Yeah. Ooh. Um, oh. Oh, you've got me, Alan. Can I pass <laughs> on this one? <laughs> um, so if I lie, could it be any whopper? Could I, could I say anything and people would still believe me? Well, look, I mean, if you want to get into the nitty gritty, I suppose, because I didn't put any disclaimer. Oh, I'm just sorry. Like, <laughs> just in terms of your ability, would you rather be the ultimate liar or would you rather have people that you that if, no matter how, how, how well they crafted their tale, you'd be able to see through their bullshit? I think I'd like to be able to see through people's bullshit. Although I think I'm generally quite a perceptive person anyway. But yeah, I'll go for that one. Why not? All right, Adam, what about you? Would you rather get away with lying every time or know someone's lying? I'm kind of in the same boat. I think I'd rather know if someone's lying because I'm generally straight down the line, to be honest. I don't I don't fib or lie really ever, um, which isn't always a good thing because sometimes a little white lie would not harm my position, but I just tend to tell the truth, which regardless of the consequences, <laughs> but never mind. Um, but I can, I can see, I can see the benefits of just getting away with lying. Cause it doesn't matter if anyone's really telling you the truth, cause you'll always be able to lie, lie your way out of any situation, which you needed to, but for morality's sake, I think I'll probably <laughs> remain honest Okay, and just know if people are lying to me. You know, I struggled back and forth with this as well because, uh, and not because I want to be a liar, but because I think I'm pretty perceptive anyway. But I have a, a, a personality trait where I tend to be very loyal far longer than I should be with people that have done things to me, and I kind of give them the benefit of the doubt, and I would like to know sooner so I could cross them off my list faster. <laughs> so <laughs> I do think I'd like to have the gift to always know. I sometimes know, but I don't always know. And if I could always know when someone was lying to me, I think I'd prefer that over being able to lie and get away with it. Last one, Adam. This one goes circles back around to the ABCs of gaming and the internet age and all the technology we have. Would you Ooh. rather only have access to YouTube on the internet or only be able to play games on the internet? Mm. Right, okay. Um, well, I don't really game. Think this one through because I thought this was like super easy when I wrote it. And then the more I talked myself through it, I started crying because I, I could argue both of these equally. The thing is, I, I, I don't really play games on the internet at all. Um, and I probably use YouTube a lot more. But I don't know if, if there's... I could, I, could, I could live without YouTube, I think. Weirdly, even though I don't game online much, I'd rather leave that door open out of the two. I think because I in the past I have quite a bit and I really enjoyed it and then I just don't now but it doesn't mean I never will YouTube I could live without I've got enough entertainment through other mediums of video watching I think so I think I'd, I think I'd uh, I think I'd get rid of YouTube okay Chris would you rather only have access to YouTube on the internet or only be able to play games on the internet Oh, definitely play games. Uh, I've got a, I'm a bit different to Adam in that respect. So I've got a, a few friends that I do play games with, um, not competitively, but, you know, cooperatively. And I've had some of the best experiences playing games in that way. And 
I think I definitely prefer to have that option because when you're watching videos on YouTube and it's great and everything, you know, you go down rabbit holes and you find new stuff. And I mean, it's like the same old thing, isn't it? You know, you end up watching one thing and then t- 20 minutes later, you, you're sort of watching some, something completely different because it's just there. Um, but I think having the ability to play with friends and, you know, talk to friends online and share those experiences as opposed to the passive experience of just watching a video is much more appealing to me. So yeah, there you go. So that's how I initially approached it. I thought, ah, it's a no brainer. We're all going to say play games. And then I thought to myself, well, wait a minute, we're all podcasters here. Now, I don't know how you guys do research, but then I started thinking about how much learning I do on YouTube it's socializing and fun time when I'm playing, but I actually use YouTube for things like, oh shit, the toilet broke. Let me see how I'm supposed to fix that. Or, hey, I've got a hole in the wall. I know I can get some drywall patch, but it's a bigger hole. How should I do that? Or, hey, I just got this new smoker. I'm going to watch seven or eight grill masters show me the right way to season and get dinner ready so that way I don't screw up the meal. And I realize I use YouTube as my research show me how to do something lab or teach me something that I don't know about. So when I go online and talk about the next Metallica album, or I talk about the next whatever, and I can watch and research some documentaries or other people's thoughts, and I can get that down those rabbit holes. I realized YouTube is a, is a huge resource for me for information to solve problems, answer questions, enlighten myself as well as entertain. Whereas if I'm playing online it's just about entertainment. So which is more important? So before I answer, now that I've said that, does that change either one of your minds? I think it does, to be honest. I was only thinking of YouTube (laughs) as an entertainment medium. Yeah. I was just thinking, you know, Ooh, I I don't mind not watching cats play pianos or things like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, No. Yeah. I do use it for other reasons. Oh, I'm so shallow. I thought too quickly there. Yeah. See, for me, I use YouTube far more i mean i love playing online i love gaming i we play world of warcraft with our kids we do you know i play just you know first person shooters and it's it's so much fun and and i get exactly what you said chris but i think if i have to be honest i would miss youtube more for the knowledge and the ability to instantly look at somebody else showing me how to fix something do something try something learn something that i wouldn't have if i only played games and so i'm going to pick youtube yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna change. I I could have more than enough fun <laughs> just playing with myself. <laughs> Chris, yeah, I'm gonna change as well. <laughs> Why not? Do you see? Because I was exactly where you guys were when I wrote it. I'm like, oh come on, who's not gonna pick play games? And I thought, well, well, hold on, I use YouTube an awful lot for things that are practical. Now maybe our younger folks out in the audience may not, but it truly is amazing how much. You can learn on YouTube. I mean, parts to order for things, things to try and fix. I, I fixed my car thanks to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Learned how to yeah. cook things. Learned how to repair things. Uh, Chris, for our our um, actually, it wasn't for for uh, Metallica. I had done something else. I'd I, I'd gone to um, uh, I watched a, a documentary on Netflix. But I just did a, an episode that's going to be coming out on uh, Queensrÿche's Operation Mindcrime. And I watched four or five people's versions of what they think the album's about. And I had some people's perspectives that I was able to take into the podcast. And I was like, I wouldn't have had that 20 years ago. You mm-hmm. know, you wouldn't have access to all of this just at the stroke of your of a keyboard. 
yeah, I built my computer. <laughs> I wouldn't be talking to you right now if I hadn't watched the YouTube video on how to build a computer. So, uh, yes, and I fixed my car, like you said, doing various things, changing bulbs, changing batteries, changing tires, all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Wow. God, the, the youngsters do not know how lucky they are to have that at their fingertips. They don't. Do they? they have no effing clue. I always tell my kids, and they get so sick of me saying it. I actually have said this on the radio with people calling, and I'm like, you know, like, hey, do y'all know when this is or how this does? I'm like, you know, if there was only a magic box, I could go and type in a question. It would come back and bring me an answer. I wish someone would invent that. They won't even think to go look it up. And I've told my kids so many times, like, hey, the door's sticking, or hey, I'm like, did you YouTube it? Did you see what things you could try before you come to me? Hmm. Yeah. Is Adam still there? I'm still here. Okay, I was waiting to agree. Go. I was just no, just <laughs> nodding along. Like, okay, good. Like Nods work so well on radio. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, this is going to bring it to an end. I always try to keep it at an hour or just a little over. So we are uh, we're we're done ranting today. We've purged it. It's gone. We can all the rest of our day. We can be happy and and, and healthy and fun. Uh, but we got to do a couple of things very quickly. We got to do a little housekeeping because folks may have stumbled across this episode for the very first time. And one of the things I always like to do is let people know that all three of us love to engage with the audience, and there are ways to do that. We'll go personally first, and then I'll go through the litany of all of the podcast ways to contact us. Chris, you're on a couple of different shows. For someone who may be listening for the very first time, and they liked what you had to bring to this show, tell us a little bit more about the other shows that you host or or weigh in on, and how to get in touch with you. Uh, so on Twitter, I'm at Dastardly Jabby, um, and the shows that I'm on, um, uh, quite a lot of them, <laughs> as I've mentioned. So uh, there's the ABC of Gaming, when we can be bothered to do one. Um, there's the ABC of Fording Ahead, when we can be bothered to do one. Uh, but no, we have done one recently, to be fair. And so I'm on those with um, you and Ben. Uh, that's Alan and Ben. And then on the ABC of Gaming, it's with Ben and Adam. Uh, and then I'm also on the Entertainment Show, which is me and Dave, where we chat about what we've been watching uh, or we keep keeping us entertained over the past month or so. Um, and then I'm also on the Soundcheck Show with you, Alan, which is the Metallica one, which uh, you, you mentioned earlier on. And then I suppose the one that we're doing more regularly than anything else at the moment is with Adam. And those are the spotlight reflection shows. And they're the, the, the ones where we, we go back and we watch a film from our childhood and we alternate our picks. And uh, we've been doing it for about a year now. And we've, we think we've got about, I think I'll, I'll probably tell you exactly. We're about 13 or 14 shows behind us, you know? Uh, So we average generally uh, one a month. And, um, I love doing them. You know, we've branched out a little bit, you know, to the spotlight reflection TV shows as well. So they're good. We're talking about sledgehammer, uh, which was a, um, an American, um, comedy cop show from the eighties. And they're great as well. Cause you know, it, it's great. What rewatching stuff that you haven't seen for years, but it's also great watching stuff that you've never seen before that the other person has, you know, at some point in their life. So it's a real slice of nostalgia and, you know, just fun. And we always have a laugh and uh, it's great. I just, I, yeah. So I, I love doing all the shows that, that I'm on, but um, those are the ones that we're doing, I think more regularly. I, I, I you know, jokingly said that we, we speak pretty much every week. Now we do doing a show, uh, don't we, Adam? So um yes. lots of fun lots and lots of fun i can attest as a loyal listener to those shows how much i enjoy them especially 
that edition of the Spotlight Reflection. I can't believe it's already been a, over a year since they started, because I remember listening to the very first one. Adam, why don't we go ahead and go to you, since we can jump right on that, since you do uh, participate in that show with uh, with your buddy here, Chris, his his favorite podcaster, the <laughs> lovely Adam Perry. <laughs> Thank you, Christopher. You're so sweet. Um, yeah, you can, yeah, I do the Spotlight Reflection show, as we know now, with the films and the TV and the ABC of gaming, when we could be bothered to do one. Um, other than that, uh, on a blood moon, uh, where the unicorns are grazing outside, you may see me on Twitter <laughs> at Eight Mutterings, because it's a rarity. But, uh, you know, if, if you do want to chat, I'll possibly reply. So, yeah, please do, maybe. Excellent. Well, I'm also on Twitter. I use my Twitter for a lot more than just the the podcasting world. I'm involved in radio and talk, so I do get involved in politics. If that drives you nuts, then don't hit me up on Twitter. Otherwise, if you can separate the two, it's Alan J. Sanders. I also have a Twitter account for a side podcast called The Wilder Ride that I do with my buddy Walt, where we do a completely different kind of show. Uh, We look at either a movie a minute at a time or in this third season with the with something that went around the world that kind of threw wrenches into everyone's plans, we uh, changed our format to where we get to interview people and we look at their lives one moment at a time. But that's a lot of fun. Let me also direct you to the website, 60mw.co.uk. Used to be called 60 Minutes With. Got tired of having too many people mad at a 60 Minutes episode on television writing hate mail to Dave Robinson, our grand poobah and head chief in charge. So he changed it to 60MW Podcast. You can find that on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. But the best thing, go to the website because it has the links and it actually has a lot of information other than just the shows and all of the different shows. There's actually more than just what we listed. There's about nine or 10 different kinds of shows under the banner. And there's a lot of reviews, news. Uh, there's the world tour. If, you want to, if you're a loyal listener and you want to get a card, uh, either print out one and then take a picture and send it, you can be added to the world tour. You can contact us through the website. It's it's the hub for everything 60MW related. Chris, I don't do this as often as you. Is there anything I missed on that? No, that's it. It's all good. All good. Well done. Excellent. Adam, thanks for joining us in the bowels of the 60MW caverns below where you guys normally get to do all your recording in the movie rooms and the game rooms. But I appreciate you coming on down here past the dungeons and into the uh, the lower nether regions and being with us today. Thank you very much for having me. It's been delicious mm. <laughs> and chris thank you as well i know this is you've been with me a few times and i love having you come on back down it, it gives me hope that one day they'll let me back upstairs yes i'm sure they will and and we'll we'll sneak you in the back door when we do our metallica show soon so there you go mm, the back door <laughs> <laughs> all right folks thanks so much for being there hope you enjoyed it if you if you played along if you think we uh, we missed a rant, if you think we forgot to, to flesh something out, or if you want to weigh in on what we got wrong on the Would You Rather, reach out to us via the website or our Twitter accounts. We'd love to chat with you. Until the next time, folks, it's 60MW Podcast. Subscribe. Don't forget, it's cheap. In fact, it's free to rate, review, and share. Just take a second if you enjoyed it. Let everybody else know. Help spread the word so we can grow the audience. Until next time, take care. Hello. Oh, hello. Wow. Hello. How are you? <laughs> what the hell kind of voice is that? Hello. <laughs> hello. How, is, how are you doing? You all right?
I'm surprised you haven't seen it. Uh, you know, the, it's the the. Did you sort of not bother with the franchise at that point? No, don't you remember what I said? One? You you read my um my comment. I thought the third one was the one with um the girl. Oh, Hillary Swank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. thought okay. I, I always thought that was number three. And when you go, no, no, there is an actual third one. I'm like, no, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> don't don't lie to me. Don't be Ben making shit up just to be funny. Have you tried your new? Um, is it? Oh, I haven't tried the. Station? I haven't tried my new um, roadcaster. My oh, check out my wife. She says here, take a look at this. Now my birthday is not till November eighteenth. You know what mm. this cruel d- my you my loving wife does to me? She said, but you can't open this till your birthday. I'm like, what? It's still <laughs> sitting in the box. She oh, seriously? Will not let me open it. Oh wow, that so see, oh, so oh so you know what you're getting, but you just can't touch it. Right. That's, and it's wow, that staring at cool. me over there, like it's in the box, t- ten feet away from me, just staring at me, daring me to open it behind her back. <sighs> okay, I, I guess probably uh, do uh, it th- and leave the box there, put a brick in yeah. it or something. <laughs> oh, Adam just now hit me up. <clears throat> he said, um, "Yeah, I am on my way. In fact, I should be showing as already there. We're using Skype, right?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> Dick. I sent you the Zoom." Ma- <laughs> Didn't he do this last time, or hasn't he done yes. this before? Yes. What? what? God. I have a, I have a new, I have a new rant. <laughs> what an idiot! Read your people, fucking email. People, people who can't follow simple instructions. Right. Come on, Adam. We've lost twelve minutes of valuable recording time. I mean, you know, he's. It's not as if it's his first rodeo, is it? No, it's not. It's not. It's exactly. It's not his first rodeo. I don't. I see him joined, but I don't hear him talking. Because we've got three participants. Right. Which means he may not have his microphone plugged in. (laughs) Hello? Oh, there we are. Hey! Oh, speaks! I've just had some weird fucking ghost in the machine. <laughs> um, You guys ready? I am. Anything yes. we need to chat about yeah. ahead of time, you know? Get our feelings all in the right place, you know? <laughs> uh, I'm good. good. Do, do we need to, you know, lick, you know, was it, what, do we need to... Um, lick? Lick. Lick. (laughs) Sorry. I meant to say liquid, but then I was like, that's not what it means. Do we need to be fluid? Hello? Oh, hello. Are we still here? I'm still here. I thought, has Adam dropped? Did Adam drop? Uh, oh, I was wondering. I'm like, I was like, okay, I'm leaving, I'm leaving a lot for Adam to jump back I, in. I thought that as well. Yeah, I was. I thought he was. He just. I wasn't sure if he'd stop. I, mean, I just looked like I'm still connected. You're still connected. It says three participants, but I don't hear Adam. He, it doesn't look like he's even responded on his phone. Uh oh. Hopefully his internet's gone down. Well, we can't finish the show. <laughs> Hang on a second. Everything okay, mate? I just said you shouldn't have talked bad about the old people. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god! What did you do? <laughs> it, uh, oh. oh.
I have no idea what happened there. It just booted me out for some reason. Because you you started to mock the old people. That's what it was. They heard you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Grey army is descending onto my house. (laughs) The the grey army. (laughs) Damn it. I didn't. I didn't stop recording though. So there's just like five minutes of. Oh, it's perfect. Just leave it there. It's nothing. Good. Leave it. Leave it. That's perfect because that way it'll still sync up, <laughs> and I'll know exactly where the spot there. is that Chris and I were making fun of you. So that's going to be awesome for outtakes. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, you still there? You're gone again. Oh no! <laughs> You're joking. <laughs> Apparently, he's only allowed to talk for 20 minutes at a time. What? Oh, my God, dude. We only had two more questions to go after this one. Oh, what is it? What is going on? Uh, we never, I mean, we never have the... Sometimes, like, with Skype and stuff, you know, you can be a little bit robot or whatever, but we've, we've never had problems like this. Hello? 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 There you are. <laughs> what the... <laughs> Um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on. It's okay. I'm, I'm, prob- I'm probably going to explode. Look, at, we, we've, we've got, save it for the next ranch show. We've got 20 minutes apparently, <laughs> and that's all we get of you. And then you have to re-log on. <laughs> who knew you, who, who knew your significant other or somebody put a, a kid's timer on your internet connection that you're only allowed 20 minutes. <laughs> this is shocking. 